Just to let everyone know, uh, there is explicit language in this episode as well as spoilers, and there will probably be adult themes as this is based off of Greek mythology, and there are a ton of adult themes in Greek mythology, even though this is a kid's book. So go to our Facebook page uh, for more information. Just search for The Wine Social Podcast, and uh, we'll have information up about the different content warnings. Thank you, and enjoy that episode. Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of the Wine Social Podcast Book Club. Welcome, welcome. I am Jessica. I'm Alex. And shit, we just fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are talking about Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. I think I said that right. I am not sure. Anyways, today we are going to talk about the first six chapters um, of The Lightning Thief. So, chapter one kind of starts off pretty quickly, to be perfectly honest. Like, Yeah, it does. Uh, he... I, I have some notes, and um, my first note is actually about Nancy Boba Fett. Who the fuck... Likes peanut butter and ketchup sandwiches. That sounds like the most disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Nancy Boba Fett, I think, is the perfect name for someone that eats that gross thing. It's almost like pineapples on pizza. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... Basically, this chapter is just kind of setting it up. Um, so I was wrong. It doesn't go straight. It doesn't get quick. I thought it was the next chapter. My bad. Um, but this is apparently a live-in school, um, and they have enchilada day, which sounds fucking amazing. God, oh my gosh. If my school had enchiladas... And they were good enchiladas... Right? Like, this dude is running to, like, <laughs> running to lunch. What the heck? Um, and then, like, I guess they get a crash course in Greek mythology, but, yeah, I don't That'd know. That'd be great if I got a crash course to Greek mythology. I would have been happy. Right? <laughs> also, why is the school that is for troubled kids, why does it have a Latin class? You know, I thought the same thing. And why does it have all these cool things? It's for troubled kids. Which, I mean, troubled kids definitely need that stuff. Let's be honest. Like, Well, but, yes. But, but the reality not that is, extent. But no, it's not even that. It's just that that doesn't happen in real life. This is true. <laughs> okay. So I guess chapter one, it, I guess I didn't take any notes on this for some reason. But he does kill Mrs. Dons in... Uh, the first chapter, because my, my note on the second chapter is, why did Grover and Bronner pretend to not know who Dodds was? Lies always work out well. Well, my thing is, how does this kid know to grab the pen and push the button? Yeah, no, I, I, man, I don't know. Because <laughs> this, 
he just throws a pen at him, and this guy knows to click it, and it turns into a sword? What? How did that happen? <laughs> I, I would have no sat idea. there and looked at it, and then, like, I, I wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> Throw me a pen to fight off a fl- flying demon. <laughs> like, what's this gonna do? <clears throat> so, um, my notes on this, uh, again, like I said, why is there a Latin class in a school for troubled kids? Also, why does it seem to be mandatory? Like, Nancy Bubblefit would not be taking a freaking Latin class if she didn't have to. Let's be honest here. She wouldn't be taking any of those classes if she didn't no, have to. No, exactly. So, like, why? And they're all rich kids, so... Yeah. Why are they... Well, maybe that's why they have a Latin class. Maybe. You know, business and stuff like that. No, Latin is dead language. They don't do conduct... Well, maybe they're trying Latin. to figure out who's doing... Who's, like, who's... Greek mythology something or another. You know, the usual. <laughs> I guess we move on to chapter two? Yes, I'm already on chapter two. Sorry. <laughs> um, so... Then Percy hears Brunner and Grover talking. He overhears them talking about it. Which, I mean, guys, come on. You're talking about this in a fucking public school. Well, I guess it's not technically public school, but you're talking about it in public. And where he's at. You know he's in around the building somewhere. Yeah. Like, come on. He really fucked that up. And then <laughs> uh, later in the chapter, whenever they're on, I think they're on the bus uh, to go back to Percy's place. And Grover's like freaking the fuck out. And then Grover, what exactly are you protecting me from? Um, yeah, well, I think it's gonna work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then I guess we go on to chapter three. But yeah, so my first note is, ha 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 ha, I ditched him too, lying to him and shit. (laughs) I ditched him because he's scaring me. He's sitting there thinking I'm already dead. I'm not, I'm gonna freak out and run off too. I wouldn't want to be friends with someone that's sitting there lying to my face, especially, like, something as serious as that. Yes. Like, okay, but you have to remember, you're 12. You don't think any of this is really real. Well, no, even if um, I killed a teacher and you are saying that I'm crazy, which, by the way, is gaslighting and terrible, um, and yet... I'm then supposed all to be of a friends sudden, with I, you? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're supposed to be friends with me and you're lying about something that that's serious. Super, like, I would be traumatized. No, would. <laughs> like, I just killed off a teacher and you're telling me I'm insane for what? <laughs> it was, uh, huh? So, okay, so the next thing I have in my notes is um, something Gabe about. Gabe is an asshole. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the nice thing, but yes. Oh my god, I fucking hate Gabe. Like, like Gabe? we forgive everybody else in this story, any everybody else in this series, and Gabe is the one that never got forgiven. That's because he is He's an abusive a- dickwad. I have for him Gabe Ugliano, and his, even his name is ugly. <laughs> Melly Gabe. <laughs> also, Cole Evers, I can't speak. Comb overs never look good. Ever. 
no matter what. <laughs> they never look good. Don't do it. I don't care how much hair you have. Do not do a comb over. Ever, guys. Please. And I love that um, Sally's very rebellious. Well, I don't know how rebellious she is because she allows him to talk to her son the way that he does. I have issues with that. Yeah, I've always had issues with that, but at the same time, she can't exactly fuck up to him without her getting punched in the face, Percy getting pissed off, and then he leaves and he's attracted everything and can't stay home. Yeah, but I mean, um... There's a quote in here. If I told my mom he would, uh, if I told my mom he would punch my lights out, and I said, "Oh, goody, child abuse." Um, I think that I would be not okay with my husband beating on my child. This is true. <laughs> but do you really think she likes it all that much that he's out all the time fighting monsters worse than Gabe? I don't know. I I just have an issue with. Child abuse? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just love that um, Sally has her blue food addiction and passed it on to Percy. Everything yes, is I blue said food. Blue, well, blue food despite Gabe. That's what it said. <laughs> like, that's so awesome. And then she kept her last name. That yes. Was yes. I love that she kept her last name. Yes. Um... So another thing I made a note of was uh, he's mad at Grover for lying to him. But then he turns around and lies to his mother. That's true. Like, what that on, nothing happened? Yes. Like, you can't do that. Well, he didn't want to freak out his mother either. Okay, but he was pissed off at Grover for lying. You can't be pissed off for someone lying to you and then go and lie to somebody else. It doesn't this work. This is true. This is true. Don't lie, guys. It's bad. You always get caught. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have another note saying um, I'd be angry too with uh, talking about because he asked about his father right uh, and basically all she says is that he's like lost to sea which I think is an Odyssey reference because in that Odysseus gets lost to sea and his wife stays true to him and he is raging dickbag that oh. screws everything in his path. Almost literally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I put that I'd be angry about my father not being around too considering all the evidence Percy has is that his mom chooses raging dickbags. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no evidence to show that his father was a good person at all. Yeah, or the fact that she never really told him anything about his father, not even the fact that he was lost at sea. Yeah, like before he, just, he was before he was born. Like he always assumed that his father was there when he was born. So yeah, they obviously do not talk about it at all ever. And he says earlier that it's because it um, she gets upset because when they talk about it because she misses him. <laughs> But you should still say, you know, but he never met you. He was never really around. He knew I was pregnant and had to go. Yeah, but I would still be kind of pissed. <laughs> I mean, I would be too, but at least I'd know that um, he was not, he didn't see me when I was born. Yeah, that's true. 
And then, um, at the very end of the chapter, Grover shows up, and he has goat legs. <laughs> he has no pants. <laughs> and then chapter four. So, um, this is when they're in the car. And they're getting chased by the giant. Minotaur. Minotaur, excuse me. <laughs> I said giant because it says that they look so it looks so big. Yeah, speaking of the Minotaur, Minotaurs are undies? That's kinda what I was thinking. Like is he trying to go for, you know, not having public indecency in his book? I, but, I, like, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> just how do you find something the... that size? <laughs> How do you find something the size of a minotaur? I didn't think of that. But um, my now I have this mental image of this bull person wearing tiny whities, <laughs> <laughs> which I think it describes them as tiny whities. Uh -huh. Oh. And it's pretty funny because how do you find the size of minotaur panties or boxers or whatever the gender is? <laughs> and then... Um, Percy is asking Grover why he didn't tell him what was going on. And he said, the less you knew, the fewer monsters you'd attract. And I made the note, ignorance really is bliss. <laughs> Pretty much. Although, apparently in his case, it's ignorance not. could uh, get him killed. So, because I don't know. he's very powerful. Uh, I don't know. He's it, got a stronger know. sense. Yeah, he's, he's got a stronger scent even without knowing who his uh, parent is. Yeah. He's got a stronger scent, which means he's got a more powerful parent. Yeah. But I just like that um, Percy called um, Grover a donkey in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And he got mad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he got mad. <laughs> I'd get mad, too, if you called me a donkey and I'm a goat. <laughs> And then, at the very end of the chapter, uh, his mom dissolves into light. Um, and he believes his mom is dead. Because that's how people die. By dissolving into light, yes. <laughs> because that's but I mean, how they then die. Again, he's also, she's also being kind of strangled by a minotaur, which is also not exactly a way people die in the real world. This is true. So... And he's still trying to figure out why his best friend has goat legs. Yes, and um, so I he's think all by this time, Grover is also passed out. He's right? mumbling food. Oh, what? <laughs> right? He's mumbling food. And, um, so this is when we first, oh, no, 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 and this then is we, not when we first find out that monsters die by dissolving into sand, because Mrs. Dodds did that, too. But this is a reoccurrence, so we know that it, for definitively, that is how monsters die, and is the by dissolving. And is when we meet Annabeth, sort of. Oh, is it? Sort of. I thought it was at the beginning of the next book. No, um, no. <laughs> Well, she, um, he says it's the last thing he remembers is seeing a girl with blonde curls almost like a princess. Oh, so we don't know her name yet. Well, no, we know her name because, um, Silence Annabeth, the name says, the man says. Oh. Uh, just bring him inside. God. It's Mr. Uh, Brun Bruner. Brunner? Brunner. Brunner? Is it Brunner? I don't know. I uh, mean, either. 
I've always said it Bruner, but you said Brunner, and I'm like, okay, that makes no, more Brunner sense. No, Brunner makes sense, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> All right, so chapter five. Um, my first note is multi-eye surfer dude? What? <laughs> <laughs> we don't really hear much about this dude. And what is his name? Argus, I think? I think so. Yeah, we don't hear a lot about him in this series. Is he in other? Oh, uh, he comes in in the um in the other series, the Heroes of Olympus. Oh, uh, oh, that's back. right, that's right, that's right. He comes back a lot more in that one, but he's not mentioned here. It's just more of a foreshadow into the next series. Okay, so Alex and I have actually read a lot of Rick Riordan stuff. We haven't read person the first person Jackson in a long time though. This is true. So. That's why we're doing that one. Um, maybe I should have put a spoiler warning on the beginning, but I mean, it's about it's <laughs> literally about the book. So if people don't know, maybe yeah. I'll do it for the next chapters. Um, but yeah, so we've read the books already, so we know what's gonna happen. So we're trying to keep it to where <laughs> we don't spoil anything for you guys and keep it on the chapters we're talking about. Yes. But sometimes it's hard when we jump to one thing and then to another. Because yes. we know what's going on, and yes. it's just, we're excited. <laughs> <laughs> At least I am. Okay, so, um, the next thing I have is uh, Annabeth, exclamation point, and then you drool when you sleep, <laughs> and then LOL. <laughs> yes, because... Annabeth is so amazing. I fucking love her. I love her throughout the entire thing. Huh? I love her throughout the entire thing. Yes. Especially when, like, she's 12 and she's, like, this whole... I'm She's a badass. I, you know, she's not the whole, I'm too good for you, but she's kind of like... Well, she's kind of she, a little bit. kind of like, I've been here longer, I know more, so listen to me. Oh, yeah, I guess I can see that. And then the next thing I have is Chiron, and then I have in parentheses, who should actually be dead. Because he was killed by Hercules' foolishness in the real uh, myth. He talks about that. Yeah, I know. I can put a note on that later. <laughs> Is that chapter six? I don't know if that's chapter six or not, so we shouldn't talk about that yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and this is when we find out that Latin wasn't created by Brunner. That it was already a subject that Brunner took over the job. Yeah. Which is, again, weird as fuck. Yeah, because um, Percy didn't even really remember that there was a teacher at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but there was still a Latin class already. This is true. Which is weird. That Why, is is so weird. <laughs> Why is there a Latin There's class? There's not even a Latin class at my regular non-delinquent high school. Yeah, there wasn't one at mine either. It was Spanish, not Latin. I mean, I, the most exotic we caught was French. I think we had sign language. I take, um, well, the most exotic I had was a German class. Oh, that's cool. Then I, I think they had sign language up to sign language three. And I wanted to take that, but they didn't count that as my two years of, um, a language class. They didn't count that oh, as a language. Oh, that's bullshit. They didn't count that as a language. It's literally called sign language. That's what I said. That is the most and I wanted dumb to take thing I've it. ever heard. Oh my gosh. So I took Spanish instead. 
I should have just taken yeah. a language. Because of where we live, I refuse to take Spanish because I was like, if I really want to learn, I'll just learn it from my friends. Basically. <laughs> and I then, love learning it from my friends. And then Mr. D. Dionysus, <laughs> the patron god of this podcast. Man, I can't <laughs> pronounce his name. It's Dionysus. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> and then we find out that the gods are in the U.S. Because of fucking course they are. Because everything is in the U.S. apparently. Right. Which, I mean, is not true in the least. But according to us, it is. <laughs> according to us Americans, everything is here. <laughs> Alright, so chapter six. Uh, excuse you. He is not a horse. He is a centaur, is what I have first. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so this is, I guess, when he walks out of the wheelchair, which I kind of have an issue with. If you, How do you fit a horse's ass in a wheelchair? I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so my issue with this, honestly, is that the two disabled people in this book turned out to be mythological creatures. I was so taken aback by this that I texted my friend immediately that was... I texted my friend immediately that is in a wheelchair and asked her if she was secretly a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently you can't have disabled people in this book, which is ridiculous. Rick Riordan, do better. <laughs> then so we find it. out that... Um, Sun, not Centaur, Satyrs, which is what Grover is, um, pose as students all over the country to try to find demigods. Because that, they mature half as fast as humans, so they're able to do it for longer. Yeah, and it says that Grover spent six years as a middle school student. Do you know how much Terrible. hell it would have Do you know how much hell that would have been? A lot! Like, I hated being in middle school for three years. Right? Let alone six. Jeez. Terrible. I would have cried every night. I really would have. <laughs> I would have been sick of it. 24, still in middle school. <laughs> and then Percy. Oh my gosh. So I have such issues with Percy. I find him so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he finds himself stupid. Don't worry. But he's so stupid. But he... So um, I wrote down this quote. What kind of summer camp had an armory? And it's like, but your best friend and favorite teacher are both mythological creatures, and you're wondering why the summer camp has a fucking armory? Like, really? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, and oh, so he does um, address it in this chapter. Uh, and Percy, and I just called him stupid, but he actually does know his Greek mythology, questions on why Chiron is still alive when he should be dead. And um, I said, yay, it gets addressed. And he says uh, that he's a teacher as long as humanity needs him. Uh, so I'm guessing he's sort of like a god of teaching. Because if you think about it, if he's alive as long as they need him. Yeah. Then, and he teaches demigods. Then, yeah. Yeah, he's a god of teaching, right? Yeah. It's kind of what I was thinking. But I'm with Percy on that one. That wouldn't be high on my list to do and be immortal for. Oh, <laughs> does he say that? <laughs> yeah, he says it towards the end where he's like, that wouldn't be high on my list of things that I wanted to do 
forever. <laughs> <clears throat> and then after that, I said, ha, 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 ha. He tripped walking in the door. <laughs> well, then. How sweet of you. All right. And so then he gets set up in cabin 11 for Hermes's children, the patron god of travelers. And, um, That's where he, um... Isn't that where he meets Luke? I believe so, yes. Because, because Luke comes up and says um, hi to him? Yeah. Oh, and Annabeth's telling him that his father's not dead or lost at sea. Yeah. And explaining to him what he uh, she explains to everybody that comes in, really, apparently. Yeah. That um, he's not stupid. His brain is actually... Um, no, I disagree with that. He is stupid, but he's <laughs> impulsively stupid. He's, no, I don't even agree with that. He's so thick. Like, it takes, it takes forever. Boy. <laughs> it takes forever for him to grasp that he is a demigod. She basically has to say, you're fucking half god. Okay, he's a 12-year-old boy that wakes up one night and all of this is rushed at him at one time. Okay, fine. That's fucking fair, I guess. And his mom did just die, so, I guess. A 12-year-old boy. Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have a note here. Jeez, Percy is thick as fuck. Your dad is a god. Come on, get with it. <laughs> nice. Oh, and this chapter is where you meet Clarice. Oh. Oh, I actually have a really big note about this one because I was kind of pissed off. Um, at the movie. Um, we must not speak of the movie. <laughs> well, no, I said they went in a completely different description of Clarice in the movies. They didn't even give her brown hair. Guess to be at the forefront of the movie, you have to be skinny, blonde, and blue-eyed. Bullshit. Annabeth wasn't blonde in the movie. Oh, uh, she was partially blonde? She was a dirty blonde. Yeah. Which wasn't the description. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I wish I made her some bright blue eyes. She was supposed to be this California girl with gray eyes. That's the way Percy described her. Was a uh, was what you would think a stereotypical California girl would be, except her stormy gray eyes. Yeah, but I mean, movies. I was just really pissed off that they made Clarice like super skinny. Like she was supposed to be like this big thick girl. Yeah, she was supposed to be like. Basically huge and strong as fuck. Well, that, and I can't stand that they made everybody 16 as soon as they got in there. They're supposed to be 12 and, you know. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Like, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. They're supposed right. to be 12 and pudgy and still learning and growing. They're 16. And they didn't even, I won't say that part. That doesn't come until later. <laughs> And then, uh, next, uh, apparent, this is when Percy and, um, what's her face? Uh, not Annabeth. Clarice. Clarice, yeah. Uh, when Percy and Clarice are arguing back and forth. Oh, yeah. And Percy has some good-ass fucking callbacks. <laughs> I guess he kind of has to growing up with Gabe. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Clarice proceeds to try to give Percy a swirly. 
does that actually happen in real life? Do people actually give people swirlies? Like, did they ever actually do that? Or is that a movie thing? I think that was a movie thing. (laughs) I think that was a movie thing to, like, don't punch you in the face, but something still to show that it was bullying. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why. Clarice would have punched him in the face anyways. Yeah, like, she's supposed to, that makes, it didn't make any sense on why. I mean, I wouldn't dunk his head in the toilet if I'm, if I'm gonna be, you know, a whole lot stronger than you and I know how to fight. Yeah. I'm gonna punch you in the face. (laughs) If you're a bitch, like Clarice. Exactly. God of War. (laughs) She's the daughter of the God of War. Yeah. After the swirly thing, which didn't happen, like, Clarice, the, the toilets broke. Like, all of them. It's yeah. like Clarice in the face. Which, I mean, karma's a bitch, but at the same time, how the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he even said he felt his gut tightening for that. Yeah. And then once everything stopped, he was the only one that was dry. Yeah. And then it lessened. The um, tightening in his stomach. Yeah. So he had to have, like... He had to have done it, like... And he had to at least been like, oh, what a coincidence. I felt the tightening in my stomach, and then when it stopped, it stopped. Again. And I'm the only one dry. Again, he's stupid, though, so... This is true. <laughs> Even Annabeth wasn't spared. No, she wasn't. But she also looked at him like he was... It, it, insane? No, not that. Like, she was worried after that, I think it said. Probably. I mean, I would be, too. You freaking... All the... You're the only one dry. What? (laughs) What did you do? And then, of course, he ends it with quips towards Clarice again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. (laughs) All right, so... why not? That's the end of chapter six. So that is our stopping point. Uh, do you have anything about blah, blah, blah. do you have anything else you want to say about uh, these six chapters? I just love that um, Rick Riordan put him as this twelve uh, year old boy and how a twelve year old boy would act all the all the snarky remarks to everybody that bullies him, all the you know trying to be a badass, but isn't really... I mean, I was uh, hearing about... Sorry, if you can hear that. There's someone mowing their grass. Uh, I was listening to a different podcast. I don't remember which one now, but um, they were talking about how there aren't a lot of stories in the point of view of middle schoolers. It's mostly, like, elementary school for super young kids, and then high high school. school. And it just jumps straight into high school. And even reading this, I forget that they're in middle school. They're 12. Yeah. So, yeah, that is really refreshing uh, to have him put it as a 12-year-old. But again, Harry Potter started off at 11, too, so. Oh, Yeah. Um, but he didn't, like, go to a middle school beforehand. It didn't specify, anyway, what kind of middle school he went to. Well, it's also, they were in England, not the U.S. They have different structure than we do. This is very true. But, I mean, that's the same age group as what I'm getting at. Yeah. So that's cool. But, um, I don't know. I don't think, if this was real life, 
I don't think Percy would be as quick on his feet with quips. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because he's abused. Abused children. I'm not going to say generalized because I don't know for sure, obviously. And of course, there's going to be some people that are different. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, children that are abused are very quiet. Don't talk back. <laughs> Especially to someone trying to hurt them. Because they know, for the most part, that they will get hurt. Yeah. But then again, especially after the bathroom exploding, basically. Yeah. Uh, he probably feels at least some modicum of power. Yeah. Even if he's too dense to freaking know that he did it. Yeah. Um, he always somewhat knows that he did it. So. Even subconsciously. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's why he's able to do it, but he was doing clips before that. Yeah, but so I don't know. He was doing that as, even before he got in there. Yeah. He was doing that to Gabe. Yeah. So maybe it's just part of the demigod thing where he feels bolstered up because he's a demigod, even though he didn't know he was a demigod. Or maybe he just, maybe that's part of it, the, um, the coping? quick, fast, no, the quick, fast acting of being a demigod where you have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to have that quick comeback. Even in battle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. Alright, so that is the end of this. That was terrible. <laughs> Help me. That's all for now, folks. See you next time. I have no idea how to end podcasts. So anyways, um yeah. Hope you enjoyed listening to our gorgeous voices. <laughs> I hope you had fun. Uh, going along with us and humoring us. Uh, As we humored you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) We're so funny. Like, oh, my God. Like, Uh, oh, my God, for real. All right. um, So this was the Live Social Podcast Book Club, uh, reading Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson Lightning Thief, chapters one through six. And I'm Jessica. I'm Alex. And uh, you can find more... You can find out more about us on Facebook. Just search for The Wine Social Podcast. And um, you should be able to find us like that. And we'll post pictures and hopefully a um, <clears throat> written out... Um, crap, I forgot the word for it. Description of us? No, 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 no. Where, uh, no a written out transcription of our episode uh, for the uh, Hearing Impaired. Find us up on Facebook and have a great day, guys. We'll see you there. No. We won't. Oh. Well, maybe we won't. won't. But, you know, whatever. It happens. It's a thing. See y'all next week. Yeah. Hey, he's a 12 year old boy that wakes up one night and all of this is rushed at him at one time. Okay, fine. That's fucking fair, guys. And his mom did just die, so I guess. A 12-year-old boy. Fine. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) I have a note here. Jeez, Percy is thick as fuck. Your dad is a god. Come on, get with it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, and this chapter is where you meet Clarice. Oh, oh, I actually have a really big note about this one, because I was kind of pissed off um, at the movie. Um, We must not speak of the movie.
Well, no, I said they went in a completely different description of Clarice in the movies. They didn't even give her brown hair. Guess to be at the forefront of the movie, you have to be skinny, blonde, and blue-eyed. Bullshit. Annabeth wasn't blonde in the movie. Oh, uh, she was partially blonde? She was a dirty blonde. Yeah. Which wasn't the description. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I wish I didn't hear some bright blue eyes. She was supposed to be this California girl with gray eyes. That's the way Percy described her, was a, uh, was what you would think a stereotypical California girl would be, except her stormy gray eyes. Yeah, but I mean, movies. I was just really pissed off that they made Clarice, like, super skinny. Like, she was supposed to be, like, this big, thick girl. Yeah, she was supposed to be, like, basically huge and strong as fuck. Well, that, and I can't stand that they made everybody 16 as soon as they got in there. They're supposed to be 12 and, you know. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Like, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. They're supposed right. to be 12 and pudgy and still learning and growing. They're 16. And they didn't even... I won't say that part. That doesn't come until later. <laughs> and then uh, next, uh, apparent. This is when Percy and um, what's her face? Uh, not Annabeth. Clarice. Clarice yeah. Uh, when Percy and Clarice are arguing back and forth. Oh yeah. And Percy has some good ass fucking comebacks. <laughs> I guess he kind of has to growing up with Gabe. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Clarice proceeds to try to give Percy a swirly? Does that actually happen in real life? Do people actually give people swirlies? Like, did they ever actually do that? Or is that a movie thing? I think that was a movie thing. (laughs) I think that was a movie thing to, like, don't punch you in the face, but something still to show that it was bullying. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why. Clarice would have punched him in the face anyways. Yeah, like, she's supposed that, that makes, it didn't make any sense of why. I mean, I wouldn't dump his head in the toilet if I'm, if I'm going to be, you know, a whole lot stronger than you and I know how to fight. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> if you're a bitch, like Clarice. Exactly. God of War. <laughs> she's the daughter of the God of War. Oh, yeah. After the swirly thing, which didn't happen, like, Clarice, the, the toilets broke. Like, all of them. It's <laughs> yeah. Clarice in the face. Which, I mean, karma's a bitch. But at the same time, how the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he even said he felt his gut tightening for that. Yeah. And then once everything stopped, he was the only one that was dry. Yeah. And then it lessened the um, tightening in his stomach. Yeah. So he had to have, like... He had to have done it, like... And he had to at least been like, oh, what a coincidence. I felt the tightening in my stomach, and then when it stopped, it stopped. And I'm the only one dry. Again, he's stupid, though, so... This is true. Even (laughs) Annabeth wasn't spared. No, she wasn't. But she also looked at him like he was... It, it insane? No, not that. Like, she was worried after that, I think it said. Probably. I mean, I would be, too. You freaking... All the... I, you're the only one dry. What? <laughs> what did you do? And then, of course, he ends it with quips towards Clarice again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> All right, That's so... Why not? 
that's the end of chapter six. So that is our stopping point. Uh, do you have anything about? Blah, blah, blah. Do you have anything else you want to say about uh, these six chapters? I just love that um, Rick Riordan put him as this twelve-year-old uh, boy and how a twelve-year-old boy would act. All the all the snarky remarks to everybody that bullies him. All the you know trying to be a badass but isn't really. I mean, I was uh, hearing about. Oh, sorry, if you can hear that, there's someone mowing the grass. Um, they, I was listening to a different podcast. I don't remember which one now, but um, <clears throat> they were talking about how there aren't a lot of stories in the point of view of middle schoolers. It's mostly like elementary school for super young kids and then high, high school. school. And it just jumps straight into high school. And even reading this, I forget that they're in middle schools. They're 12. Yeah. So, yeah, that is really refreshing uh, to have him put it as a 12-year-old. Uh, but again, Harry Potter started off at 11, too. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he didn't, like, go to a middle school beforehand. It didn't specify, anyway, what kind of middle school he went to. Well, it's also, they were in England, not the U.S. They have different... This is true. structure than we do. This is very true. But, I mean, that's the same age group as what I'm getting at. Yeah. So that's cool. But, um, I don't know. I don't think, if this was real life, I don't think Percy would be as quick on his feet with quips. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because he's abused. Abused children. I'm not going to say generalized because I don't know for sure, obviously. And of course, there's going to be some people that are different. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, children that are abused are very quiet. Don't talk back. <laughs> Especially to someone trying to hurt them. Because they know, for the most part, that they will get hurt. Yeah. But then again, especially after the bathroom exploding, basically, Yeah. Uh, he probably feels at least some modicum of power. Yeah. Even if he's too dense to freaking... No, he did it. Yeah. Um, he always somewhat knows that he did it. So... Even subconsciously. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's why he's going to do it, but he was doing clips before that. Yeah. So I don't know. He was doing that even before he got in there. Yeah. He was doing that to Gabe. Yeah. So maybe it's just part of the demigod thing where he feels bolstered up because he's a demigod, even though he didn't know he was a demigod. Or maybe he just, maybe that's part of it, the, uh, the coping. quick, fast, no, the quick, fast acting of being a demigod where you have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to have that quick comeback, even in battle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. All right. So that is the end of this. That was terrible. <laughs> Help me. That's all for now, folks. See you next time. I have no idea how to end podcasts. So, anyways, um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed listening to our gorgeous voices. <laughs> I hope you had fun uh, going along with us and humoring us. Uh, As we humored you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> We're so funny. Like, oh my god. Like, uh, oh my god, for real. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Um, so that's not the Life Social Podcast Book Club. Uh, reading Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson Lightning Thief, chapters one through six. And I'm Jessica. I'm Alex. And uh, you can find more. You can find out more about us on Facebook. Just search for the Line Social Podcast, and um, you should be able to find us like that. And we'll post pictures and us up on Facebook. And have a great day, guys. We'll see you there. No. We won't. Oh, well, maybe that we won't. Bad. Maybe we won't. But you know, whatever. It happens. It's a thing. See y'all next week. Yeah. Bye, guys.